2: Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hostess with the most, Suzanne Stoffer and Megan Silito. We are live. We are, I am very excited about this topic because we're talking about the universe today, but we're talking about it with regards to
1: how you can utilize it more better. More, better. More, more, better. It's always so fun to dance to our music. I always dance to our music. <laughs> oh, I in. know. Our music so is epic. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're calling this show Your True North Force. Um, and the, uh, the initial question is, ever wonder why some people seem to have the universe as their bitch? <laughs> it's like there's just, they have a synchronicity and a flow and an abundance that just comes to them as if by magic like through some invisible magnetic force and then there's a lot of other people that kind of like throw spaghetti at a wall and see if it sticks and it never sticks and they can't actually and they do all their like little man like visualizations and um you know affirmations and stuff and the universe seems to like ignore them and so today we're talking about that and we're really exploring um, how to get the universe to work for you more and more often. So, who doesn't want that?
2: Right? Who doesn't? Because the thing about it is this is what I, my interesting point of view is that the universe operates on principles known and unknown. I feel like, you know, anybody who says this is how the universe works, like run the other way. Because you know, all, yeah. all, at this point, what I feel like is there's no way to have any kind of a prescription for how to make things work, how to manifest things. What what the principles of the universe that we know of so far are basically a, um, a kind of a direction rather than a prescription, a a, a place to look to, a, a direction to look in. For, um, for support, for awareness, for learning how things work and how to have things work in our favor. But there's, there's no such thing as a formula. The universe doesn't have formulas, right? Like, if you do this and this and this, you will always get what you want. We love you, the universe. No, that doesn't, I've looked, I mean, okay, let me, let me back up. I have been on, in a hot pursuit for that. For at least mm-hmm. twenty two years, I have not found it I'm not saying it's not available anywhere but what <laughs> what I am saying is is that what I know so far, because I think we know so little about the universe, like really mm-hmm. truly, like so little about the universe, is that there are principles that we have a certain level of awareness with that and I believe that as we get more uh versatile at actually wielding these principles and putting them into application that we're given more information. We're given more awareness. And, and um, as we've talked about on the show before, like one of my capacities is universal wisdom. So it's kind of interesting to say, we don't know anything about the universe <laughs> when I'm sort of channeling it. At especially all the time. you. I know. Yeah. Especially I mean, there me, are, there I,
1: are, yeah, there are universal truths, I would say, you know, and, and I think that the, they're applied subjectively um, to each person. And so, therefore, there's not a one formula fits all. And that's, I think, the frustration sometimes in the metaphysical world is it's like, oh, this is how you manifest. This is how it works. Uh And it's very subjective. It's very, very different for each person, even if it is a universal truth. hmm.
2: Yes. Good. That's, that's a really good insight. I like that very much. And so so then there's that, so there's then how how we're designed and how we create and we've got to look at what that is and then how does that talk to and dance with the universe and the universal principles. So there's a lot of like variable factors. So it really is like a, just, you know, my advice for people is to be basically in a constant experiment. Right. Because also like something the the things that work to help me actualize 20 years ago are actually different than now. Those things don't work in the same way because I'm different. The universe is different. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Anytime we go get into some kind of a conclusion of this is the way it is, right, (laughs) is that it will change or it will expand or that principle will expand. I would say that uh what I know about the law of attraction now is so different than what I knew 22 years ago. What I know about ask and receive now is so different than what I was aware of 22 years ago or 5 years ago or even 1 year ago as that knowledge right. is always always accelerating and expanding as I do and as we all do. Now, like we can look to like the the inspiration from this show came from I was it was really fun because I've always uh looked for very uh simple ways to understand quantum physics because I'm kind of a like I I don't really I don't have a real science brain or a math brain and so I remember Like when I was younger, I was starting to read quantum physics and I was like, oh my gosh, like I could feel something there, right? I was drawn to it. I didn't know why, but I would read it and go, holy crap. Like, I don't know if anybody out there has tried to read the theory of relativity, but my God, (laughs) (laughs) my God, God, why did you have to make this so damn complicated? You know, (laughs) but I remember my dad um, was a doctorate of education, but he also had a master's degree in math and physics and was really into um, quantum physics. And so I asked him about the theory of relativity. And um, he said, well, and we were sitting at this table and there was keys on the table. And he said, there's enough energy in that key to take you to the moon and back. I think he said Aww. 67 You know? 67 Sometimes. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact number <laughs> of oh, a lot of times to the moon and back for me. And he <laughs> said, if you, if, you, if you could harness the energy of that key, the, the the energy to get you to the moon and back that many times exists within that key, you know, and the, the um, our job is to figure out how to unlock it, how to actually utilize the energy to, in our favor, mm-hmm. right? It's in that. And so, I mean, that, that has stuck with me my whole life. And then, Recently, um, I was, uh, house sitting and I saw this little kid's book about the life of Einstein. And I thought, cool, something I can understand. This is fantastic. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like reading about his life and what inspired him. And actually, one of the, the stories in the book that like inspired this show was, um, part of what got him going on studying the invisible and studying the universe was somebody gave him a compass. And he was fascinated with the fact that this little dial would just like move to the north every time. It didn't matter where you were, didn't matter where you were standing, didn't matter where you're standing in the world. That would always, the compass would always show you where north was. And that's when he first realized that there are invisible forces in the universe. And he was like, I want mm-hmm. to know what they are. I want to know what those invisible mm-hmm. forces are.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: isn't that cool? A little little simple, Right? It's so simple. Mm -hmm. If we're just Mm -hmm. a little bit curious, and that's what I mean by, like, it's like, don't, like, even the principles you think you're like, no, 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 this principle is true. Like, I know it. Like, cool. But always be in curiosity about what else? What else can you learn about that principle? What else can you expand into about that principle? Because that's really how Einstein... Received all the information that he did was just like being so curious about everything. I found out actually he got kicked out of high school. He was in, uh, he went to high school in Germany. He was um,
1: expelled for asking questions, asking too many <laughs>
2: <laughs> They didn't, they didn't, <laughs> pre war Germany did not like people asking questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no. I, mean, I remember you sharing about this. Um, And just like your own awareness having um, like written, I mean, having read this book around the compass. And it's so cool because if you guys don't know, I mean, Megan is actually doing some rebranding and her branding actually has like a compass with wings. And so um, it's really cool that it's like so synchronistic, um, all of it, which I mean, I don't know when you're when you're going to release that. But how cool is that? It's going to be fun. Um, but you were you were kind of sharing this idea of like you know just like the compass that has this force that always um you know points you to the north that each of us has our own compass inside of us that um energetically you know pulls us to our true north, right, and that is a lot of what I read in the akashic records in my sole purpose readings is I actually like tune into people's, um, to their beings, to their spirits, to their souls, whatever you want to call it. And there's certain chakras, honestly, that like kind of light up. um, And I see energetically, like particular gifts, talents and capacities, and um, that can turn into careers or jobs or paths or whatever, that they are more specifically attuned to. It's like we can create whatever we want, um, absolutely. But in my work, there's just certain almost like true north energies of like, this is who I am, and this is what I'm like, what I can really express in the world in a big impactful Way So it's like you can do whatever you want. It might, it doesn't quite land all the way. I mean, this is very true for me in my career path. Um, you know, I was an accountant first, and then I was a personal trainer and health coach before I became a coach and a psychic. And um, and I always had a really awesome part-time personal training business. I, I always was able to attract just a certain number of clients. Um, but it, because I had some capacities and gifts in that area, but it wasn't like my true north. It wasn't actually, you know, what was really aligned for me and what I was intensely passionate about, um, and what was actually like calling me forward in the best possible way in the world. And so it was always just a part-time gig. And I see this a lot with my clients, a lot with my um, coaching clients even, where it's like, ooh, they're interested in something. They pursue something, but it doesn't quite catch on. It doesn't quite land. And some of that is, you know, they're on purpose. They just have a lot of crap around it, and they have to clear that. Um, But a lot of times it's because they're not actually tuned in to their true north. What I see a lot is people will – like kind of hide out in what I call their secondary purpose. They'll hide out in something that they're really good at, like their zone of excellence, but not in their true zone of genius. And so they're pretty good, and um, they do pretty well, and, you know, they feel pretty good about the whole thing, but it's not this full-full expression um because if it was the full-full expression, who do you have to be? Who do you have to show up as? How radical do you need to get, you know, in order to actually express that true purpose and genius? So most of us are so scared of that and have so much stuff on that and so much shadow side to that that we'll never actually pursue it or go down that path. So, um, yeah, like, and I mean, I'm always like calling people out and saying, come on, like, 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 go for it. Just go for it. Like, you know, what would it take for you to actually align with your true north? What would it take for you to create the biggest impact impact and ripple in the world?
2: I was going to, right before you were, um, went, to talk about that specifically, I mean that was really what the what inspired the show is when I read that information. I was like, well, well, is there a compass in us? Right? Mm-hmm. Is there a compass in us? Is there a is there a true north? Is there something that would like like because in the same way that the Earth's gravitational pull pulls that little what you call it like the little thingy. I don't know what to call mm-hmm. that besides a thingy, a little thingy um, towards the north. Like, do I have a little thingy? Like if I, if I... You do. We all do. Right? If, if I have a thingy that will pull energy in my direction, like in um this body of work that both Suzanne and I have studied and I'm a facilitator of Access Consciousness, there's a one of the awesome, awesome tools that we got in that was something called energy poles and it's really just ask because there's all these energies in on the earth around the earth in the universe and there's a flow of energy there's a flow of energy between like for instance like in the conversation with Suzanne and I there's this flow of energy that comes between us as we talk as an exchange of energy right and so there's, in, in, uh, in this body of work, you can actually do, you can ask the energy to pull towards a project, pull towards your bank account, pull towards your body, pull towards whatever. Like, you're just bringing energy towards the thing that you're, you would like to have energy around, right? If you're doing a class, whatever it is. And I was like, and what I've noticed is that sometimes those work like a charm for me like sometimes it's like, whoa, like I can feel the energy, stuff shifts, stuff moves, like, you know, and sometimes I don't feel the energy hardly at all. And I've, I've wondered about that, like why does it sometimes feel like it works and sometimes feels like it doesn't work? And I really got this huge aha, which is like if I am aligned with my capacities, or in your work, it would be called Archangelic Realms of Influence, I used to call it genius, like whatever, if I'm aligned with that, and I'm utilizing that to create something in the world that I'm also aligned with, that there is this natural pull, like the thingy towards the north in the compass, like there's like my thingy is really me being my genius and actually <laughs> creating and, and like, moving in the direction of I I don't like to use the word purpose because I think that trips people up but like it Mm -hmm. moving in the direction of my most highest expression the greatest expression of me if I'm moving in that direction there is a pull that occurs that I don't even have to think about because Mm -hmm. it's just it's a gravitational pull in part because everything in the universe has a purpose and what's being that purpose, the universe cares for it
1: because it's designed
2: to be that in the universe. If the universe doesn't work as well, we're, we're not being that. So as soon as we show up and be that, the universe is like, Hey, let me shower some sun on that thingy, you know, or let's pull some energy in that direction.
1: (laughs) I just really, really want to find the word for what you're calling the thingy (laughs) because I'm not not loving. You know what?
2: You're 25 times. People are going to remember that word. They're going to go, I got to find my thingy. (laughs) You know what? It's so funny. I'm going to mention this really fast. We'll talk more about it later. But we're going to do a telecall based on this um, show where Suzanne's going to use her Akashic Record work. I'm going to use my genius work to help everybody that's on the call fine tune their true north Mm -hmm. and to Mm -hmm. actually accelerate. And I'm going to do some um, really fun um, infusions to turn that on and turn that up in people. Um, But it's like, we'll talk a little bit more about it later, but like when, when we do that, right? Like there is just, it's almost like a light goes on in the universe. Things can find us, and people can find us, and there's just this natural pull of energy that just occurs. And when um, when we're aligned with that, things happen. Like is that is that synchronicity?
1: It's that things mm-hmm. happen effortlessly. hmm Totally. So so good. And I would say for those of you who are already in that conversation you know, this telecall is going to go much deeper. It's like, there's so many nuances, you know, it's not about like, Oh, well, I'm a writer. So therefore I know what my true North is. Um, Because if you're not just like overwhelmingly, um, you know, like overwhelmingly abundant in your craft, if you're not making like just a shit ton of money, you know, if you're not just like making the impact and ripple that you absolutely want to have, you know, if you're not already there, then you have some stuff in the way. You have some crap that hasn't been cleared. Either you haven't totally found your true north or there's a lot of stuff that's really messing up the compass, so to speak. And so that's really what we're going to be diving into with the telecom. So there's a lot more mm-hmm. to say, um, but we got to go on break. So you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird,
0: and we'll be back in a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
3: How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O.
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. And we are talking about making the universe your bitch <laughs> and finding that internal compass inside of you so that you can really express your true north. Mm -hmm. Right. And why?
2: So I would love, and maybe you can start this conversation out is like what, if it's okay. If what we're saying is true, that when you turn, you discover your, capacities your genius those things that you're uniquely designed for that things just sort of show up in your favor things are easy why in the hell don't we do it why do we hide out like for me like um i'll I'll just say this and then i'd love your response but like when we went to the training that um, you first uh, learned about the Akashic Records, we all got a sole purpose reading in that training. There was like a hundred some of us in the room. And I have to say that I was probably more shocked than anybody in the room because my highest percentage of energy was coming through my second energy center or what some people call chakra. And that's all about body, manifesting, creativity, sexuality, money, like it's all that right at creation and basically i had been a healer i had been doing i would say 50 to 60 hours a week of healing work um in a modality called rapid eye therapy doing trauma work doing healing work and in the um the energy center that's about healing i only had 1%. i got 49% in my second energy center <laughs> one percent in my fourth energy center which is the healing capacities and it was mm-hmm. like
1: mm-hmm.
2: it was such a duh because i was like well i on the on the positive i really maximized that one percent i have to say <laughs> i mean i really did you know i made a whole living i made like i taught class i mean i maximized that bugger but i also created an autoimmune disorder I was super overweight. I was tired a lot. I was sick a lot. Um I was almost hospitalized for my autoimmune disorder. I was I was ragged. It was exhausted. I was like I can't even tell you like how du- <laughs> how done I was. And so it was really it was like oh my gosh, like I could have had a V8 <laughs> and when I saw that, I didn't know what to do with that information initially. But I, I felt like mm-hmm. a relief, like, oh, there's something else I could be doing that actually would give me energy and feed me energy mm-hmm. and not exhaust me. But why the hell was mm-hmm. I doing that, Suzanne? Can you tell me and the
1: people why that might be? <laughs> well, I kind of I, mentioned mentioned it before, um, where it's like, if you're actually in your purpose and, and doing your, I mean, purpose, like in quotation marks, Right um if you're actually fully expressing who you are um then you're you're being required and asked to step up in a way that makes you very uncomfortable so you know your uh your actual genius and I would call quotation marks purpose has a lot more to do with money with sexuality with um creating a different physical um reality um And at times, you were playing out the shadow side with your own body. You were exhausted. It created this immune disorder, was overweight, right? So you were in the shadow side of it, not, um, you know, putting all your effort into your healing, uh into your healing practice. So in order to step to your true north, you would have to take a look at your own body, your own shadow, your own trauma um from the past and work through that in order to actually show up as the biggest ripple that you can be um and so i think that's very true for all of us like there's there's a a working through and a healing and a getting to the other side i mean i see so many people who have incredible gifts with their voice right you know um fifth fifth chakra or fifth energy center where they're meant to be the coaches and the teachers and the speakers and the authors um, but they literally, like, have stuff stuck in their throat where they can't speak up, where they can even, you know, be strong or powerful in their voice, that they've been shut down their entire lives. Um, people telling them to be quiet or to sh- or they shouldn't say what they see or whatever, right? So um, so it's a very interesting process because it brings out, it's, it asks us to be the biggest, the most visible, the most Rest version of us when we go on this path. And there are so many of us that are terrified of that. Um, and so we will hide out in whatever way we can and get by um, and, you know, make a living and do some good and never, ever actually step into that higher calling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think, you know, like you were saying earlier about the secondary, I mean, it would have been lovely if I was in my secondary. Like that was, <laughs> <laughs> I went to almost where I had the least amount of energy,
1: which I think well, is actually, to that's me. Not, that's not true. That's not true because your your secondary is seven, which is crown chakra. And that's all about the entrepreneur. And that's all about yeah. empowering people and, and freeing people. And so you were doing that. You were doing that through healing their trauma um, you know and being a healer but you were actually you know in, empowering them to be free Um and so in a way you were doing it you were an entrepreneur Um, you know it's just
2: when well, I, focus... I was doing I was doing the eighth energy center too with the universal wisdom and life skills and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but I thought I think it's really interesting um That so much of my energy, like if if you look at it, like however many hours a week I was doing running sessions with people, right? That was how much time I was in my in my lowest um, percentage, you know, energy center, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. I like yeah. look at that and I go, wow, what a commitment to struggle, you know, full mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and and that. To me, yes, we have like you know lifetimes of being persecuted for these gifts and all of those kinds of things. um we've got to catch ourselves up to the fact that we're here now we're not going to be killed for those things now, right um that's the first step is to go, okay, yeah, everywhere I'm still holding the past as what's real, you know, let's uncreate and destroy that, but I think that the the, the almost the most important thing is we have to be willing to give up the fascination with struggle are like fascination and addiction with struggle and like how somehow that makes us better people somehow, you know, Dun, da, 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 I, I persevered, blah, 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 you know, and it's like, and I, and I really get it is like, wow, like, are you willing to really have it be that easy? Are you willing to allow things just to come to you? Are you willing to like to do the things that energize you, that are generative, that make you so happy and to actually live there? You know, I mean, and it's, it's okay. I mean, we have 3000 years or 30,000 years, however long on this planet of how much pain can we endure? How much pain can we inflict? How much struggle? And that's all in our genetics, guys, right? It's not like you're wrong for doing struggle. It's just I want to bring this to our awareness so that we can make a different choice. There are reasons that we've chosen struggle. There are, you know, it's like, by the way, if you're listening to this call, you are a survivor of all the thousands of lines, generational lines and millions that did not make it this far your line made it this far you made it this far you are designed for to you were designed to su- successfully survive or you wouldn't be here so why would we give that up Right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've got to be loyal to this line that kept me alive for this long and got me here to this time. And what if we could be loyal to thriving? What if we could be loyal to ease and joy and to actually learn in this totally new way? And it's just like we just have to be aware that there's a tremendous amount of programming that has us pull towards the struggle. And so it really is like a Are you willing to make that choice a hundred times a day if you have to, to commit to a life of ease, to commit to a life of continuing expanding into ease and joy and what access would say, ease and joy and glory, which is like the way the universe is designed. It's the way we're designed. It's just that we have a lot of years of survival that we really get to. Um, Take make the choices to choose beyond, and that's something that we're going to be um, really doing in the telecall as well, is some really um, deep clearings around your survival strategies, around needing to survive, around the struggle, and really free that energy up so that you can create from the space of your true north
1: well yes, and in the in the meantime, you know everywhere that you are absolutely loved to struggle, that you are so committed to struggling that you can't even imagine a life of thriving uh, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes, right, wrong good bad pot Pa my explores and bands, and all the, all of the juicy payoffs that we all get from being the survivor from being <laughs> <laughs> being the victim from being from not being in total creation of our life um, and that we can fit in belong, and belong into this society um, because we are at the effect of and that means actually have to take full accountability for our life. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, Pocket. all nine, short, boys and beyonds. And all of the karma and karmic incarnations and incarnations, incarnations and incongruities that we have around lack, around struggle, um, around barely getting by, um, that is our, quote, karma imprint for this lifetime and any other lifetime in the future. And everywhere that our past, those are past, those are past, has to equal our present and our future. Can we uncreate Israel Yes. Yes. Right, wrong because that's what talk all with for and Beyonds. and what would it take to really um embody and embrace and uh create a vibration of thriving every day every day? I mean, I think that's the that's such the conversation that Megan and I have been in for years, and it's still it's such a uh interesting thing to see our own triggers to see our own ways that we fall back in. To, um into surviving and victim and it's um the idea of thriving has been very big um and up for us in our relationship of like we don't want a relationship of just getting by of like just working through conflict of just dealing with the stuff we want to actually thrive um on a daily basis um in our relationship in our um, creative expression and allow that to like lift us and guide us and teach us instead of just the lessons through conflict and relationship. So that's our question and our ask for ourselves um, in relationship and that co-creation is such a um, front and center part of that, which is, you know, part of the reason why we're doing, um, you know, the conversations with Da Vinci, the book that we're really writing this year, the telecall, that we're stepping into that we've just been talking to you about. Um, and also just our, this radio show, you know, like there is a way that stepping into creation takes you into a place of choice, takes you into a place of thriving. And that's my word, one of my words, creation for the year, for 2018, because I know that I have um hidden and have used a ton of energy in survival type of energy. And I'm like so over it. I'm so done with that. (laughs) You know, and if I have to remind myself, you know, 20 times a day, if I have to clear, if I have to, like, check my thoughts, if I have to look at my thinking, if I, whatever I need to do, whatever is required, I am doing it so that I can really step into this place of thriving.
2: Yeah, it's like we're up against however many thousands of years of programming in our genetics, right? And so, um, it's, it's really fascinating. I mean, I've, I'm gonna, you know, I've done this so many times where we'll go to a class or go to a workshop and we feel this new space and it's like, oh my gosh, it can be easy. Isn't that great? And then, like, we do Mm -hmm. that for a few days or sometimes even for a few weeks at best. And then we're like, something happens and we're like, ow. See, it can't be that. I knew it. I knew it was all, you know, it was all a load of crap. And and instead of going, oh, here's that, here's that old pull. Here's that old. It's an addiction, you guys. And so it's it it takes more than you going to a workshop or seminar.
1: (laughs) You know, it's
2: like Mm -hmm. it's that that vigilance of oh wow, like I, okay, cool. Like anytime. You notice yourself in the struggle or in the hard. What if you just ask, Hey, what else is possible here? Is there an easier way? What, what is this? And, you know, could I choose something more useful in this 10 seconds? And it really is a series of choices that allows us, our bodies and our beings to start to feel, um, at ease with ease because most of us don't feel at ease with ease. Most of us feel mm-hmm. very uneasy if it gets too easy, <laughs> which is so funny, totally. right? It's like, have you guys ever felt that? Like, okay, wait, everything is way too good. Ah, uh, we're looking for that other shoe, and if we look for the other shoe, guess what? It's probably going to show up up our butt. You know, like big Swiss can drop somewhere.
0: somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. did you see that we have Becky on the line to speak with us
2: oh cool well how about if we I think it's break time so let's go to break Mm -hmm. and then let's Mm -hmm. come back and talk to Becky that's going to be so fun I know
0: are you looking for a place to create connect and belong where you have massive encouragement to be the weird live outside the box person you truly are
3: have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on Events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O.
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's check. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everybody. We I think we have Becky on the line. If she's still on the line, can she come on and talk to us? Mm-hmm. Hello, hello. Hi. Can you hear? Can you hear me? Oh, yes, good.
0: We can hear
2: you now. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Becky. How are you? Uh oh. <laughs> What happened? What has happened? What the has happened? The lady keeps
1: unmuting me and muting me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lady! We'll have a talk with that lady later. <laughs> can you guys hear
1: me? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Can
4: yeah.
1: So what question do you have
2: for us today, Becky? What you got? Uh-oh. It's the system, she said. <laughs> hello? We're having the system. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: We can hear you, Becky. Every time you say hello, we can hear you.
2: Oh, she's dropped now. Mm. Okay. So if Becky comes back on... Um, <laughs> we will get her on. And I'm actually, uh, it, uh, wanted to just quickly mention before, uh, potentially she can call back in is I also want to mention our live your magic event. Um, my live your magic event, which it's, um, launching in Dallas this year. It's the first city on the map, March 23rd through 25th. And I'm super excited about that. We're going to get us our magic on in Dallas. So, um, Um, oh, that's actually, that's a really good idea of what we're talking about. You know, it's like, um, it's like this, this energy that I've always been that I haven't fully owned, which is this magic. And it's like a coach told me last year, she's like, Megan, you've always been selling magic, you just were selling it out the back store you know, like the back of the store, you weren't like fronting with it. And as soon as I fronted with it, like there was all this energy, there was all this movement, there was all of a sudden people were following me, like from con- other countries and this, you know, desire I'd had to be worldwide started coming into being. And like, all these forces came into being that I felt like with other things, even though I felt like they were really good things. And um, like, change people's lives and everything else, they didn't have the same traction or the same, I would say that I had to, I had to drive the boat entirely. And, and with live your magic and with saying that I would like open up and, and be these capacities that I have around magic, people started showing up. People like people are love this thing and they are like willing to do anything. Like my Dallas host, Sue Heigel is amazing. Like she's getting us in magazines. Like it's like all this energy is being mobilized in the direction of this event because it's something that's my true north. It's one of my true norths, And mm-hmm. um, it's just I can't even tell you the difference between trying to drive something that's not your true north versus something that is. It's just easier, and, like we said at the beginning, you can create anything like you know one of the things that um access talks about is like you can like you can have any capacity, you can create anything, and that's absolutely true and there's a there is something that mobilizes when you tap the energies that you've been developing for life names that you're ready that you came actually in part at this time to express those things, like just. They're so now we have happens.
1: Jose on the line, honey. <gasps> Let's see if Jose can stay. <laughs>
4: Good morning. Cool.
2: Good morning, Jose. How are you? I am well. <laughs> How That's... can we help you today? How can we
1: support you?
4: Uh, I just had a, a question. I, know, I don't know if I'm being nitpicky. Or I'm trying to uh, uh, find out at, uh, what the difference is between these two things uh you were talking about true north and then you're mm-hmm. talking about the thing you know, you know your thingy thing that points to the north thing Once yeah, true yes. north is polar true north is polaris and then you have the magnetic north and mm-hmm. how does your body relate to true north versus magnetic north what <laughs> how do i use that difference in my world hmm.
2: well what i would or say is, is, is you, it you just might
4: the same thing
2: Yes, it's the same thing. I, we're we're using it as men, um and as a metaphor, you know. Um, okay. Okay. Because I don't know, I don't know enough about science to even know the distinction between those two things. Um, what well, I, but, what
4: one's, I, one's a point in the sky, and the other one's mm-hmm. you know trying to point you to the North Pole.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, Yeah. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah I would say that it's both because it's like what I would say is that these gifts that um that we have are like they come from our infiniteness they come from the sky they come from our being but there's a way to express them here on this planet that mobilizes them that is the best sort of use of them for everything that we've done and created and all of the things we've developed for all the many lifetimes there's a there's a way that it can work in this reality the best and so that's how i would i would distinguish those two but it's mostly the same thing it's like what is it that like you are that you've always been that you came here to be that that needs to be lit up that needs to be turned on and turned up that would allow you to mobilize the universal resources in your
4: behalf. Okay, so mo- more of a, uh, an internal true north. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 That's who exactly you really what are. we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Well, that, that uh, kind of uh, clears my confusion up. <laughs> well, I wasn't <laughs> confused, but I just, I just wanted to see what. What was going on there.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you. To, you know, yeah, thank you, Jose. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. And I, I want to invite everybody again who's, like, really looking at, like, if you're, like, it, wherever you are on the journey, right? Like, because one of the things about genius and our True North and capacities is that it actually is infinite. Like, we could keep popping these things forever because we are infinite beings. We have some of these things are more developed than others. But it's like, so if you're, like, humming with speed and, you know, juice, um, getting on our telecall, like, who knows what the expansion could be. Like, mm-hmm. by turning mm-hmm. on something else and so- turning up something else. If you're kind of like, you know you're doing some things that are, like, feel really good and fun to you but it's not as much of your life as you'd like it to be or you're not getting traction with it, this would be a super awesome call, like super, super awesome call for you. And if you're like, "Eh, my whole life kind of sucks. I don't know what my gifts are. Like that would be, this call would be awesome for you too because it's like any awareness. Like I, I have to say that probably I have put the most financial resources to classes, workshops, and coaching that can actually lead me to the direction of my true north, like what we're calling true north, my genius, my capacities, what it is that I am uniquely suited for. Like, I would say that most of the resources I have spent have been on that. I don't think there's anything that out there that you could spend your money on that would give you more leverage than this.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I would agree with you that there's always nuances, that there's always up levels. Um, I would say that, you know, um, I mean, especially you, you've been in this game a long, long time, and um, there's always more. And the more that you, I think it just, the, the game gets juicier and juicier. I mean, I would say that now, like for the last four or five years, I've been doing what I absolutely love, love, love to do. Um And every day that I have, like, you know, I'll have these sessions that just light me up and, you know, people are giving me feedback. I mean, just this, just in the last couple of days I've had three clients um reach out to me and just give me updates about what, you know what amazing stuff has happened since their readings or since their you know since the class that we did on Saturday Natalie and I of unleash um, your wild woman and it's just it's it I love doing it in the moment it's so amazing and then the the ah oh, the feedback of how people are changing how they're finding themselves how they're aligning with their truth how they're showing up in their world in a different way um it's just incredible and it just gets better and better and better the longer i'm doing it the more i'm showing up as me the more i'm leaning into the nuances of of my true north so it's an incredible journey that just gets better and better and talk about thriving talk about you know abundance talk about you know joy talk about just like ecstasy and, and pleasure and fulfillment and completion and all of that you know through your life path it's just like the sky is the limit i never thought that i could feel this way um on a consistent basis um and so it's 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 so worth wherever you're at it's so worth the leaning in it's so worth the integration and more embodiment around it Um, and, and just more (laughs) just go for more.
2: (laughs) Yeah. To me, it's, it's the one thing that we can choose that will create the greatest rise in happiness and ease Mm -hmm. is just say yes to our capacities and be willing to look for them, be willing to invest in them Be willing to open them, be willing to develop them, be willing to like, to me, it is the like, I I say a lot that magic is the ultimate life hack. But I would say that, uh, you know, a really large percentage of live your magic, what's happening the entire time, whether I'm addressing it directly or indirectly, is we're turning on and up the capacities the entire time. Because when you are that, when you're turning that on, that is where the magic is.
1: That mm-hmm. is what yeah. the magic is. And it yeah, is the absolutely. ultimate life hack. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I just want to actually do a shout out for Natalie and my next workshop because we we did we had ten women on Saturday um um to Unleash Your Wild Woman. It was amazing. It was a just personal invite only event. Um, What we're doing, our next one, February 24th, and this one is Unleash Your Mystic. So, if you want to actually develop your intuitive abilities in a much bigger way, um, then this event in Salt Lake City is for you. And so, I'll also put the link for Facebook um, in the comments um, in the chat room and also below the show so that you can check that out. So, that's um, our next, my next up level. um, And it's it's just incredible to continue to um, be visible and to rise Hmm.
2: cool cool so we will post the link for our call that we're doing next wednesday right after the show an hour after the show um, on our event page uh weird on air as well as our individual pages and there'll be a paypal link in the notes to the show after so thank you everybody for coming